Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Lenten Podcast put on by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. I'm Tyreen Martinson and today we are looking at the book of Acts in chapter 16. In this chapter, we see Paul going out on his missionary journey, taking a young man named Timothy with him, and they go through some interesting trials. For instance, they feel that the Holy Spirit does not allow them to enter certain areas, but then they're called to Macedonia. And once in Macedonia, They expect to find a place of prayer and they sit down and speak to women gathered by the riverside. And while this scene may be very small and very just tiny in the the scope of the New Testament and in the Bible, I know it's one that really spoke to me when I was younger because I saw Lydia as someone that I wanted to be like because she she's a dealer in purple cloth. This means that she has pretty high status in her society. Purple cloth was rare and it was a commodity. Um, and she's a worshiper of God. And the Lord opens her heart to respond to Paul's message. And when she is baptized, and she, she's, she, all of the members of her household are baptized, she invites them to her home and she persuades them to stay at their house. Now, again, maybe this seems very insignificant to a lot of people, but to me it it always meant a great deal because she is a woman in a time that women were not necessarily treated with a great deal of respect. Uh, There's been a lot of things, unfortunately, within the, the Christian church throughout the ages about women, about treating women as as like second-class citizens, and yet that's not biblical. Throughout the Bible, especially in the New Testament, we see women being treated as daughters of the king, as equal in worship of God. And this is one of those places where I believe we, we see that in the New Testament, And so I've always appreciated this story about Lydia. And I appreciate where we see her a little bit later in the chapter. Because between this and the end of the chapter, Paul and Silas, uh, they have to deal with a female slave who seems to be possessed. And she is, and Paul sends the evil out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. And then her owners are upset because they can't make any money off of her demon-possessed fortune-telling. So they have Paul and Silas thrown in prison. And they flog them. They treat them terribly. And how do Paul and Silas respond? They respond by praying and singing hymns to God. And there's an earthquake. And while most of the prisoners want to leave they don't they don't leave and the the jailer is worried because he could get in a lot of trouble if they left but they don't leave paul reassures him 
the jailer gives his life to Christ and he takes care of them. He washes their wounds. Everyone in his household is baptized. And then they go back with him to the jail. And the jailer, when they're supposed to be released, it turns out actually they should have never been imprisoned that way in the first place without trial because they're Roman citizens. So <laughs> the magistrates uh, realize they might be in a bit of trouble. So they escort them out of the prison. Like this is probably an apologetic type thing. And when they come out of the prison, where do they go? They go to Lydia's house where they met with the brothers and sisters and encouraged them. And then they leave. So I mean, there's just so much rich uh, truth in this chapter about what it means to lean into the Holy Spirit, to pray, to ask God to fill us with the Holy Spirit so that we can pray and sing in prison, so that we can preach to potentially are those who we feel imprison us so we can um you know go and do and and i i think it's amazing how the holy spirit just continues to work in paul and timothy here but at the same time we see it's not easy <laughs> i mean the holy spirit definitely paves the way for the gospel to be spoken and and shared with others but they go to prison. They are beaten. They are kept from the Holy Spirit to go into certain areas and called to an area that's obviously a hard place. So I know I want the Holy Spirit to fill me. I know I want to be like Lydia and worship God and have that be something that's obviously known. And I want to be the kind of person that can walk in the spirit like Paul and Timothy do. So anyway, there's just a lot of rich uh, just examples in this chapter of what it means to be a Christ follower, what it means to have the Holy Spirit in us and lead us and guiding us. So don't take my word for it. Please read the chapter, see what you get out of it. Maybe you won't key into those two paragraphs about Lydia. Maybe something else is going to stand out to you. And that's awesome because that's how the Word of God works with the Holy Spirit. He speaks in us and hopefully through us so that we can be a blessing to others and share God's Word wherever we go, wherever we are, whatever our circumstances are. Let's pray. Awesome God, we know that you are with us every single day. Lord, we ask that you give us the courage to step out and speak your word to those around us, no matter our circumstances, no matter what we feel like we're being held back by. Lord, help us listen to your Holy Spirit and follow your Holy Spirit where you want us to go. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.